And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and my friend and business partner, Gary Green, and I have now for going on nine years, in March it'll be nine years, every Saturday, trying to take the time to help guide and hopefully direct people as it relates to purchasing a vehicle, whether it be a new car or a used car, regardless of how you plan to pay for it, we help guide and protect people's money. We make sure that the car is what it's supposed to be, that the terms are as favorable as they can be. We charge absolutely nothing for our advice or any questions you may have. And in the event that we actually do assist you in purchasing a vehicle, the only time we collect a fee, which is the same exact fee that we started with almost nine years ago, it's a $400 flat fee. So after the final document's been signed and we've guided you and helped to make sure that you've paid the best possible terms for the transaction and that you're getting what you paid for, at that point, we would collect a $400 fee. If for some reason we don't get to that point, there is no charge for our service. And I can assure you that we do everything in our power to help guide and protect consumers and make buying a car what it should be, enjoyable and fun. And that counts for trucks, too. Good morning, Gary. You know, it's, it's repetitious to continue to explain what it is we do. But I guess we have to do it because hopefully we get new listeners all the time. We, we don't sell cars. We're not a shopping service. You know, we're also pretty good at reading people. So I helped a young lady who said, my father might call you, but let me explain. He's very difficult. So father called me, was very difficult didn't buy a car, don't care that he doesn't want to buy a car. But when you wait till February of 2019 and you want to be extremely specific about what color Corvette you would like to buy in a 2019, because there's still plenty of them around, not in Arizona, but if you go back east, there's some really big Corvette dealerships that actually have in the hundreds remaining of 2019s. Well, logic dictates being, you know, in a different climate, in a different part of the country, and with the 2020s having a delay, they're in a position where they should have cars because it's kind of dangerous to drive them back there, I think. You know, when I, the last Corvette I bought was in 2006, and I bought it in the last week of December. And I'll never forget the guy at the dealership in Minnesota said, please buy the car before it snows. Because A, once, the, once it snows, temperatures go down, prices go down. But that wasn't my issue with him if I was buying the car. However, when you are transporting a car, 
weather conditions can drastically affect pricing, availability, and how quick you're going to get a car. Now, this gentleman actually found the car himself, and I had talked to him about a few things, and he told me what he wanted, and then I told him what that had, and he says, well, I don't want that, I don't need that, and I don't need that. Well, then you're looking at the wrong car. Chevrolet, Chevrolet makes multiple Stingrays. They make a Stingray, they make a Grand Sport, and they make a Z06, and they even make a ZR1. Well, in a Z06, you have a 1LZ, a 2LZ, and a 3LZ. Different trim packages. And he told me what he wanted, and I explained to him the differences. Well, I don't need any of that. Well, now I saved him probably six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 because that's how much a 2LZ is less than a 3LZ. He went ahead and found the color of his car, and I kind of chuckled because when I gave him the price that they told me at the dealership, it was one of the few places on Auto Trader that does not have an addendum no dealer ads on their online price, but that's the price of the car. And he said to me, well, does that include the destination? I said, well, it includes destination, but it doesn't include transportation. Well, what do you mean? Well, it included getting the car to its destination of New Hampshire. However, it didn't include the transportation from New Hampshire to Phoenix, Arizona. And that was $2,295. Which is pretty competitive. Now, now, the one thing I will tell you, and it's the free advice for the day, if you're buying a car and you're dealing on your own and you're buying a used car and you're transporting a car and there are plenty of people that buy Highline cars and they move them, don't ever, ever, my opinion, my opinion, don't ever, ever arrange your own transportation. You do the transportation through the dealership so that if the car shows up and there's any question about the condition of the car, you don't have the guy at the dealership saying to you, it was your transportation company. And when we put the car on the truck, there was no damage. You know, I think if you took, what's that that show that uh, the guy from Hogan's Heroes used to do? Richard something. Family Fortune. Is oh, that the show? Um, I, I, or Family Feud. Family Feud. So what would be the five most scrutinized businesses in America? Well, I'm pretty sure that if car dealer or used car dealer didn't come up in the top five, I would be stunned. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about any of the listeners. I have a home warranty. So I got an email the other day about my home warranty expiring in April. And they offered me a special. At 8.56 Three days later, I got a phone call and an email from the company again offering me a better special. And I noticed in the email there was a time constraint. So it was 9 o'clock in the morning, Phoenix time, and by 5 o'clock Phoenix time, I had to decide whether or not I wanted to buy the home warranty on my house. Renew it. And if I renewed it, I got two free months. 
So they renewed for 14 months instead of 12. And it kind of bugged me because now all of a sudden I'm thinking I'm dealing with a timeshare presentation. And I've had my experience with that once and my wife will never go back with me. But the funny thing was I called this gentleman that left me the voicemail. And he started off all gung-ho, all excited, and blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I explained to him my thoughts on the timeshare, his tone changed, and all of a sudden was, I don't have time to talk to you. Well, you're in sales, so... He didn't have time to talk to you, right? and he was trying to sell sell me something. Because when I questioned him about, well, if they're offering something in, in January... For April, what are they going to offer me in March for April? And the one thing about the car business is there is no crystal ball. Incentives, rebates, subvented interest rates, they change based on the manufacturer's decision to change things, not the dealership's decision to change things. Well, that that goes unequivocally without saying, and and often when the manufacturer does make those changes, it's based on, of course, their need. If, if they happen to be sitting on more inventory of a certain model, or if they happen to have, you know, a new model coming out, or for whatever reason they may have, the manufacturer will put incentives on vehicles. Sometimes it's cash. Sometimes it's incentives in the interest rate side of it. Sometimes it's even both. The The key, of course, is that the manufacturer is doing this in order to help them move the inventory. It's not something that the dealership's giving you or, or taking away from you. One of the difficult parts for, for most consumers, I think, is because when they go in to buy a car, they, they don't really have any kind of a relationship with the dealer. I mean, they might go in there for service, and they may have a salesperson that helped them previously that happens to still work there, but they don't have a, a relationship where they've been friends with the person in charge for decades or, or many, many years, and ultimately... Many people go into a dealership thinking that the way they should take advantage of the incentives is this way, when in fact, if Gary or I were to review it with them and explain it to them so they understood, I would guess that at least half the time they would look at it differently than they did before we spoke. You know, I I sat down with a friend of mine the other day. We had breakfast, and it's a buddy of mine from New York, and he knows absolutely nothing about buying cars and he actually said to me on in the middle of breakfast well i'm considering calling and extending my lease for an additional year and i said that's all well and good however when you extend your lease for the fourth year you no longer have warranty not a luxury car And when he explained to me, well, don't they just automatically extend the warranty? And I looked at him and said, Andy, don't you dare ever, ever, ever step foot in a dealership. Now, the sad part was he didn't want to bother me because he was looking at a used $10,000 car and he bought the car at a dealership where I knew the GM of the dealership. 
Uh, how unfortunate. So I didn't say anything to him about the deal he got. I didn't say anything about what he did, what he didn't do. But folks, it's as Dana has said a million times, it's not how you arrive. It's how you leave. Now, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl, but there's a lot of excitement from people that I've talked to about this new Genesis I think it's called the GV80. I believe you are correct, sir. And it's the only, SUV. Right. And it's going to be from the mid-50s to the mid-70s. But if it's anything like what's happened with the Palisade and with the Telluride, you can kiss the idea of stealing one probably out the window for a while. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family dealerships. They support what it is that Dana and I try to do uh, to help our clients get the best deals possible. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. If you'd like our help, the easiest way to reach us is by phone, 602 525 
602-525-1370. That's my number. And once again, that's 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. That's 602-679-8324. We also have a website. On our website, Your Car Insiders, there is a page you can go to to submit an inquiry for our help. I will tell you this. I normally, I, I respond to most of those due to the fact that the way that the website's set up, they all come to me. Well, we will respond to you, whether it's Dana or myself, but please, if you're just looking for a price on a car, it's not, we're not the people to reach out to. We are when we're at the dealership and you're there and we're there and the decision maker at the dealership is there. That is when they're going to give the very most that they're ever going to give. They're not going to do it over the phone and hope that you come in so many times. And of course, Gary and I aren't there for these, but so many times people get called back into dealerships by dealerships to tell them that they have a deal or that it's going to work out the way that they thought it would just to go back in and start all over again. That That's just simply not what Gary and I do. And the other thing we don't do is we don't give stock advice. This is something that I just got to touch on quickly because yeah. it's it's one of those things where clearly there are things that we can do. And depending on how hard we work and how diligent we are on trying to, to get as good as we can possibly be at what we do, um, certainly people are wonderful at different things. For me... Helping people buy a car is what we do best. And we do it really like no other. Picking stock, conversely, with Tesla. Um, just- know, I, I have a friend of mine that when I told him years ago, and I just, I, I'm not a fan of the company. It's, and I think it's a great car. I'm just not a fan of the company. I had the opportunity to buy it at $51 a share. I was joking around with Dana this, the other day when I was, we were talking. I logged on to the computer on Tuesday morning, and it was $907 a share. Now, when my friend bought it at $50 a share, he sold it at 200 a share. And he laughed about it because the amount that he bought almost paid for his entire Tesla that he drives now. So to, to be clear, um, I, I truly, nor I think Gary would agree, we're, we're not here to, to give stock advice and I have no way to understand how they could be more valuable. It has to do with the Panasonic batteries. I did a little reading. And, it, there, and there's more. There's the China and electric is coming eventually. It is coming whether we like it or not. By God, it is coming. And so, and then I think that finally for the first time ever, they did show a profit in December of 19. Well, actually, it's not the first time ever to be fair, but for the whole year, they did. You're correct, Gary. Yep. For the first time ever, they had two quarters where they lost money, and but they actually for the first time in 2019 um, actually made a small profit, a few hundred million, don't know the exact figure. But the reason why I bring this up is that for those of you that do different things, um, I, I can't do what it is that you do. You know, it's funny that you said that and you brought up the, the stock. And I'm not talking about the company, I'm talking about stock. So I got a phone call from a radio show listener that 
is a financial planner. And he refers clients to myself, and I've helped his sister, and I've helped himself a couple of times, and he referred a really nice lady to me. And this woman had no right whatsoever, ever, ever, ever going into a car dealership by herself. You think she knew, Gary, that she wasn't qualified? Oh, without a doubt. But the funny thing was, when we started to talk, she asked me about certain dealerships. Now, Dana and I, as Dana's mentioned, have been on the air for almost an entire nine years. The end of March, we will be starting our 10th year. Correct? You are correct, sir. Okay. She told me about getting a gift card invitation to come in for a test drive. And it turned out it was one of the dealerships that Dana and I, and it's a very strong word, despise. Now, she went in with her daughter, and she told me her daughter is very, very competent. Well, they were so competent that not only did they leave with a $25 gift card, they left with a new car. And there was nothing special about the deal that they got. And she went back about five minutes later and explained how upset she was. Five minutes after she had agreed to buy it, she realized that she made a mistake. She made a mistake. And they wouldn't. They told her, we, I'm sorry, we can't help you. We sold your trade-in already. <laughs> really? So while we were at the dealership and we were talking about certain things, I explained to her, jokingly, do you ever see the movie Beverly Hills Cop? And she looked at me and she laughed. And I looked at her and said, you fell for the banana in the tailpipe. When these are sent out, they are praying. And it's... P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. Kind of like an animal that's hunting something. Right. That you will come in not prepared and you will try to get your gift card. But in order to get your gift card, you have to go for a test drive. But every step of the way, I was talking to her financial advisor. Because I feel it's common courtesy. It's his client. If I do a bad job, which I'm not worried about and he's not worried about, it's a reflection on myself as well as my friend Jim. You would never do a bad job. So when Jim and I were talking and he mentioned, well, you know, I think her trade's probably worth about 3000 bucks. Now, I thought the car was probably worth 7500 to eight grand. I didn't say anything. When we got to the dealership, the interior was a little on the dirty side. There was a little bit of body damage, and there also was a little blemish on the Carfax. So what was it really worth, Gary? Seven grand, in my opinion. So I always play a game with the guys when they appraise trades. I write my number down, and they write their number down. And this gentleman at this dealership, he and I usually see through the same crystal ball. You know, amazing, but I do that often myself. So we sat there. And she looked at me and she said, after she bought the car, I feel so good about the deal I got. I said, listen, based on your experience in buying a car and the advice that you would have gotten from Jim, you would have thought they were heroes giving you 3500 for your trade. I got you 7000 Okay, You were over $1,000 under invoice before any incentives on a twenty. dollars 
20 model car. Good luck trying to do that on your own when the car doesn't have anywhere near a thousand dollars in holdback. The the key, of course, is we as people are are either students of what it is that we do and we learn each and every day and and i promise you i still learn every single day and that's one of the things i love about the auto industry it's always changing it's always different and gary and i are here to help you make it as smooth as fair as transparent and get as good a deal as you possibly could that's the key word transparent Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send a special thanks out to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. 
Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen is is just a really, really nice place to buy a car. Unlike most dealership environments, when you go in there, you can tell right away that you're in a different kind of place. The transparency, the the way that they do business is just uh, refreshing compared to what you can experience at most dealerships. And without question, if Gary or I happen to be there with you, it can only be better. From there, you know, it's a difficult thing. Gary often mentions, and I do often mention, you know, please don't call us and, and ask us for a price quote. First off, we don't work for the dealership or at the dealership or at any dealership. So as it relates to what they truly own it for and the very best price that they could possibly sell it for, we wouldn't know that unless we had a chance to speak to and visit with the person at the dealership that does have that information. But more importantly, as an example, on a used car, what they own it for doesn't matter. What matters is what they'll actually sell it for. And if that price is now, fair. Now, it's funny when you talk about used cars. <laughs> one of the things that you look at when, when I'm helping somebody buy a used car, one of the things that I look at is a Carfax. And that Carfax has absolutely nothing to do with if the vehicle's been in an accident because that's not... 100% guaranteed. Of course not, and I agree with you completely. But one of the things it will show you is there's a possibility it could, if the service facility reports to Carfax, it could show you a wonderful service history. Or? It could show you nothing. Now, if the dealership doesn't report to Carfax, that would show that you could have a car that showed never being serviced. I had that instance once, and I'll mention the dealership. I was at Schumacher Mercedes-Benz, which is now owned by Penske, and the, my friend was buying a car, and they showed him the Carfax, and my friend says, well, I don't want to buy the car because it, this car's never been serviced. And I said, Lynn, before you say anything, Lou, would you do me a favor? Now, Lou was the sales professional. Len, Len, Len was the customer. Would you go back to service and pull the service history on this car? 50 pages, because Schumacher at the time did not report to Carfax. But the important thing about looking at a Carfax on a used car is it will show you when that car was traded in to the dealership. Now, if you see a car and it says vehicle sold at auction in April of 2019, Vehicle inventory, April 6, 2019. Vehicle sold at auction, June 2019. Vehicle inventory, June whatever, 2019. Now all of a sudden you see it a third time. Vehicle sold at auction. Well, why did this car not sell at the previous two dealers. Now, what could also happen is a lot of dealerships trade used car inventory amongst their stores. Even with competitors at times. So now, you have a car that you leased. And three months after you leased the car, you went and bought the car out from the lease. That's now, for the most part, a two-owner car, according to Carfax, because two owners have been reported. They don't report it as vehicle lease, 
turned into a purchase by the original owner. It can be corrected, but Gary's absolutely correct. Yeah. Now what happens is you trade that car in and another dealership has it for sale. And they don't sell it and it goes back to the auction. Another dealership buys it. Now you're on a car that was really a one-owner car because the dealer shouldn't count as the second owner. Four owners. So what I always jokingly say about Carfax is you do read it. I absolutely agree. But the worst part about it is is Dana and I didn't think of it because every time somebody buys one, nobody realizes what you have to do to get the Carfax guarantee, which is only on the title history. Yeah, it doesn't guarantee that it hasn't been in a previous accident. And so with that, Gary brought up some really key points. Carfax is only responsible to report what is reported to them. And that gives them a a lot of protection, but it doesn't give you as the consumer a lot of protection. The reason why Gary and I run the Carfax immediately, there's a variety of reasons. We want to know where it was originally sold. We want to know when it went into service. We want to... And you can't trust when it was sold for an in-service date. No, you cannot because of, we can explain that separately. The key, of course, is if it says something bad happened, it happened. And that's why we look at it first, because it's just one leg up of learning about the car. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders and 960 The Patriot. You know, one of the things that Dana and I do is, you know, we're not, we're willing to listen to anybody when they have something to say. And one of the funniest things that we ever dealt with was Dana sent me a a text one night and he was kind of laughing about it. And I thought it was kind of funny because it was an expert car buying expert that worked for a huge publication. And Dana had basically said to the guy, grow yourself a pair of and pick up the phone and call me because you know absolutely nothing about the car industry. So I'm looking at an article right now that is talking about buying a car. The biggest mistake, nothing to do with how you negotiate a deal. Now, it's a very quick and easy blanket answer. The worst cars to buy new are 
leftover cars on a new car, a leftover car on a model that is being completely redesigned. Or discontinued. Or discontinued. Now, if you're somebody that loves the Toyota Highlander that looks like for 2019, you can probably snag a great deal on one because the incentives are probably over two grand. They will discount one drastically. Depending on your skill sets, and that's the difficult part because you and I, Gary, know what could potentially happen. Oh, my God, do we know? No. That, but the average person has no clue of what that truly is. Now, if you're going to drive a Honda and your plans to trade every three years, what's the five-letter word for how you should drive a Honda in the crossword puzzle? Lease. Okay. So he writes, they bought a new Accord LX in 2017. Well, 2017 was the last year of the old body design of the old body style so to give you an idea in 2017 i took my daughter into earnhardt honda and sat down with my dear friend joey staples the general manager of earnhardt honda and i broke a cardinal rule that i normally say don't break your lease early don't roll the negative equity into a new lease but if you understand what you're doing so we walked into the Honda dealership, and my daughter wanted a gray Honda Accord Sport, which is above an LX, about the same money as an EX, but doesn't have the sunroof. It has sport suspension and some different things. And a little bit different interior. So we look at the cars, and I explain to my daughter... How much money do you have to put down? And my daughter knows I make the payment for her. Well, you know, Dad, I don't want to put any money down. I said, good. Let me have your college diploma that I told you to bring. $500 was the college diploma. Recent college graduate. She had three payments of $309, which is very simple to multiply. $927 in remaining payments. So if you take the $927, subtract the $500, and you lease the car with the $2,750 incentive that was there only if you leased. My daughter leased a 2017 Accord Sport minus $427. She carried $427 over. Her payment was less than $280 a month for 12,000 miles a year on a $27,000 car. This moron in the ad, this article, is talking about the great deal he got because he got 3400 off an LX in 2017. Which the incentive, and of course it could be regional. There are times when in fact, virtually all the time, where depending on the manufacturer and depending on the part of the country, they'll have different incentives. As an example, in the Phoenix Metro, you know, 4 by 4 Jeeps, you know, or 4 by 4 vehicles in the summertime is probably not as popular as in Flagstaff. Anyway, without boring you, it's regional and there's reasons for it. When I used to go to the auction, I used to laugh. There was two guys that I knew... And they they worked together, but they didn't live in the same state. 
and one guy lived in Arizona, and another guy lived in the Midwest, and I want to say it was Minnesota. So they played back and forth. They had a transport company that they used, the same company. They would buy eight cars in Phoenix that were not high-demand vehicles and ship them back to Minnesota. With no rust and no like inclement weather and send them back to that climate, probably smart for them. How much more is a four-wheel drive Jeep worth in Minnesota than it is in Arizona? Thousands. Okay. How much more is a convertible worth in Phoenix than it is in Minnesota in December? Thousands. So these guys had figured it out, and they were shipping a truckload each way every week. But the scary part about these articles that you read, whether it's Edmonds, Road and Track, whatever it is, and they're talking about car buying advice. I laughed one day when this guy was giving advice and he actually made the comment in there that he had worked in the car business for three months. Now, there's a thing in the car business that was taught to me when I met Dana in 1988. And they called these people 90-day wonders. And green peas. Right. But the 90-day wonder was this. A guy started working in a car dealership, and he knew absolutely nothing other than to listen to exactly what he was told to say. And his first month in the car business, he sold 16 cars. That was great. Okay. The second month in the car business, he starts to ad lib a little bit. And I've made this comment about being a fly on the wall. Now, it's called loading their lips. So I would sit there, and Dana was one of my first sales managers. And Dana would say, okay, Gary, this is what I want you to say. Now, repeat it back to me. That's not what I said, is what Dana would say. Repeat it back to me exactly how I said it. And I learned that from Dana. And I would tell people in a car dealership, that was my salesperson, go say this. And they would come back. And I'd say, now, what did say it again before you go. They'd say it again, perfect. I follow them out. They don't know I'm behind them. And I listen to them what they say. It's because they're afraid to say what they need to say to make sense. But when you're buying a car, you know, I always tell people, you know, my friend has a Ford truck that's a 1988 with 300,000 miles on it. Mike, who cares what the resale value is on your truck? Because you're not getting rid of it. You know, so Everything needs to be done in consideration to what happens. Now, when I read this article, some of the things this gentleman talks about, okay, annoy me. And it shows me that he's probably never sold cars. Why do people, Gary, I mean, I know you don't arguably have the answer to this, but like the gentleman you referenced earlier who used to work for Edmonds and was their senior automotive advice provider and without mentioning his name he's been gone from the company for several years but he was often in articles like the ones you pull up on you know occasion as we're visiting doing the radio show where he would share his extensive advice and opinion and you know when we would talk about it Gary would point out that 
on his business card, it said what he did. It said who he was and what he did. But more importantly, he spent, like Gary mentioned, he was a 90-day wonder. He had spent about a month and a half as a salesperson at one dealership and then apparently switched to a different dealership and spent approximately a month and a half there. In three months in the auto industry, as a 90-day wonder where Gary was going is people have it all figured out by then, and now they start to sales manage their own deals. They start to figure out that, you know, things that make them end up failing in the auto industry and having to find a different career because they, unfortunately, instead of doing what it was that helped them to be successful initially, they now start to do things the way they think they should because they now know it all. You know, and the funny thing, what I, what I said was about the 90-day wonder. They, they go into the second month and they don't sell as many cars. In the third month, they've changed what they've listened to the sales managers so much. They now are 90-day wonders. They're in the car business 90 days and they're wondering why they're getting out. The car business has not changed. The delivery of the numbers has changed. It used to be with smiley faces on four squares with Sharpies. It's now done on a E-pencil. Uh, but when they do that computer printout, it's no different than back in the old days when, when they used the Sharpie and the U-Win and all that stuff. The, the ability that the computer gives them is the ability to make it look professional, to make it appear far better than obviously the crayon look of a Sharpie. But the information that's on that printout may or may not be accurate. It's unfortunate, but the car industry for a consumer going in to buy a car is not transparent at all. I mean, obviously, you can look up online what invoice is supposed to be, and from there, be have that information and if you're trading a car you know based on your own opinion of its condition you can get an idea of what the kelly blue book as an example thinks it may be worth um but the bottom line is that when the vehicle is appraised, the Kelly Blue Book doesn't distinguish between a car that's been in an accident before and been smashed and fixed. It doesn't distinguish between a car that's been smoked in or has certain things that are not things that change its value according to the guide, but they certainly change its value. Listen to the word to Dana it. just said, guide. Now, there are certain things that make me want to throw bricks through TVs. And I think I've told this story a couple of times throughout the years. In the late 70s, we used to go to a bar in Mineola, Long Island. And for every beer that you bought, you got a ticket. Monday night football. I want to hear Monday night it. football. And at the end of the game, they had a 19-inch TV that was in the bar besides the... Now, this was before the big screen days, you know, and, and cable and this. So you were watching Monday Night Football on Channel 7. And when it was over, there was a guy that came on, and his name was Howard Cosell. Pretty and, controversial individual. And when they picked the winner of the... With the raffle tickets, you got to throw a brick through the TV. 
But they probably made at it, Howard, I would yeah. guess. But I think it was the TV was twenty bucks. But the stabbing in the eye when I read some of these things that give me so Dana used the term Kelly Blue Book. Now, those of you that are not around the car business need to understand something. When you see a commercial that talks about Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book's guide to a great deal on their commercial, there's nowhere in that commercial where they mention the affiliation between Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book. Owned by the same company. Now, they also own the largest, I believe, wholesale auctions company in the country. That would be correct, Mannheim Auto Auctions. Now, when you buy, when you go to what they call instant cash offer and the dealership gives you a number, they're not telling you that if the dealer doesn't keep the car, Kelly Blue Book has the opportunity to buy that car from the dealer, take that car to Mannheim Auto Auction. Okay, the way that things are advertised, in my opinion, in the car industry, can be considered criminal. And I just don't understand why it's permitted. Dana and I read it one day. Why do the articles get written this way? And they said because the writers of the articles pay to publish those. 